Welcome to the People Persons Paper Podcast, the show where we are going episode by episode through NBC's The Office and having a darn good time doing it. My name is Hilton Price. With me, as always, is Brian Sittler. We are having a darn good time doing darn, it. I don't know why I'm like acting like this is a family-friendly podcast in terms of language. Boy, oh, shucks so. We do curse here. We do curse. But, uh, we but, do curse. We do a lot of things. But, uh, we we, we, we want to uh, warmly invite you to the show. Welcome yeah, to the show. Welcome to the show. And and uh, if I if I may, I just want to um, I want to give some quick kudos to Hilton for his lightning quick lightning quick at the end of the show exclamation point teasers yes. that he always does. Yes, it's yes. always oh, one of my favorite parts of the show. Oh. And unfortunately, last time he didn't get the chance to throw one in yeah. that actually related to the show, and that's fine. Okay. That being said, I had an idea. Uh oh. Um. I was thinking, oh, that would have been a good teaser in my head. Can I yeah. do a little recreation and like s- go with what my ori- my idea would have been for this episode? I'm going to tease an episode that we're actually doing right now. I'm ready. Okay. All right. Thanks for joining us, the People, Paper, Persons, Paper, Cog. Ah, now you see why I can't do that- People, Persons, Paper podcast. That's us. I'm Brian Sittler. You and, are. And folks, you're going to want to join next week because it's going to be a shower. And damn, is it going to be golden? Yes. Yes. Good one. That would have been perfect. And that's the problem is baby shower sort of sneaks in this season. Yeah. And 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 this is a season that's establishing a bunch of things at this point. And then all of a sudden, Jan's back and we're back in all that stuff from last season. Chanland. Yeah. So so it, I completely just didn't know what episode it was. Well, everybody was like, forgot. I saw a comment. We're like, wait, how long was she pregnant for? That just mm. seemed to happen. How could he have not known? Yeah. Yeah, but it's okay. Oh well, how could he have not known? Michael's <laughs> obliviousness knows no bounds. I can't believe I just said that about him. Yeah, uh, someone else who knows uh, Michael that well, good friend of the show, Josh Boltz is back. We got Hi, him. welcome back. Welcome. Yes, thank you. We are graced with your presence. Uh, You're back. Always as a Adam pleasure. Uh, Jan's back. Uh, this is evil uh, Jan, and that's the thing is this this, this season. Is, this is chaotic evil Jan. Oh, now yeah. by the way, like yeah. we're full on chaotic evil. Yeah. yeah, that look that look at Holly. Does, uh-huh. does Jan go different stages throughout the alignment chart over the course of her time in Dunder Dunder Mifflin? Well, I mean, you know, oh. at first oh, you know she does. <laughs> well, I mean, when she's first introduced, uh, what is she when she's first introduced? I would say lawful neutral. Yeah, maybe business all the time. Yeah, she's she's still very. Uh, nothing's really happened yet. She's just kind of another exasperated, you know, straight person yeah. to Michael's foolishness. Mm-hmm. And then after, after we get to know Jan a while, then you get to the events of the dinner party, and you know, it just. There's no, there's no turning back from there. Sure enough, yeah. uh, the first thing that I see the uh, typing begins. the words alignment chart and hitting images is an alignment chart with the office cast in place yeah. of uh, all the spots. Show him if you will. Uh, oh. Got with everything oh. from to- Toby's. Uh, here I can pull it up. Oh, I got it. Toby's got lawful it. good to uh, Jan's chaotic evil. Yes. Uh, oh, I, I know what you're saying now. Uh, so Toby's lawful good, uh, Pam neutral good, Jim chaotic good. Which Definitely. I, that's such a great description. Exactly. Chaotic good. Stanley is a true He is neutral. the Han Solo. Uh, Dwight as lawful neutral, which I like. I, I, I do like that. Uh, Stanley as a true neutral, and uh, Michael as a chaotic neutral, which honestly, yeah. 
but uh, and so on and so forth. Angela as uh, lawful evil. Lawful evil. Ryan as neutral evil, and Jan as chaotic evil. They really na- I, they I, nailed I did, they nailed the bottom. Yeah, row. they nailed the evil row. They nailed like, all of them pretty well. Yeah, there really was did. I I I I could make some arguments for some different ones on the other rows. But, yeah, but oh, the absolutely. evil just pulling from our cast as a whole. Yeah, yeah. You uh, neutral good. That is that is Toby. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, that's excellent. I uh, like, yeah, like you could you could say that uh, Creed could be chaotic neutral, right? Yeah, or he said he has all sorts of sides to him, so he, he could does. Be cha- yeah. he, he, I think he has a chaotic evil side too that we don't get to see. Oh, that's definitely. Good point. Yeah, good point. Uh, that's yeah. what makes him so. But either way, Jan is uh, uh, crazy by this point. Yes, uh, or, or, or controlled dang- crazy, dangerous, controlled crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, I don't mean uh, yeah. There, there's there's a little bit of a throwaway line. It's kind of funny, but. Michael kind of just mentions out of the corner of his mouth that you know how hard it was to get Jan to come here and do this. Yeah. So I, I kind of give her like she's she's being like not she's being she thinks she's being like pleasant and and accommodating. Right. Yeah. And like these people like Michael owes her something for coming. Right. So that's why she's not really primed to actually be a good be a good person in this episode. Or oh yeah. Be, right. Be pleasant to anyone. Well, not, she's being. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's got to be a weird situation for a woman oh. to suddenly to no. have like an, a a former <laughs> boyfriend throwing you a party. Say, she should have stayed away. Yeah. Right. You know? She's just prolonging this delusion. Yeah. And she's profiting off of it. Yeah. That's something I learned in this episode because I didn't know what a five two nine was. Yeah. And thank you, Dunderpedia. And for what is a five two nine? That's the thing that she and says that she needs to speak to Michael about. It's like a monetary donation, or so, I didn't. I've already forgotten the definition, but it's oh, some yeah. kind of like giving money. But it, like she's getting Michael to do it, even though he's not the father, really, or, or related to it at all. Like it, I said it just like Angela did, related to Asturd at all. Ah, uh, <laughs> Asturd. So then that really is some of the money that, that Phyllis is yeah. collecting throughout the episode. Uh, yeah, essentially, mm. yes. Yeah. I guess so. Man. But, and which Stanley graces with a dollar. Mm-hmm. Like only Stanley would. Of course. I like the, the way that she shakes the bag at people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's neat. Jim too, right? Does she shake the bag at Jim? She shakes the bag at a couple folks. Uh, Mid talking to Pam. Yeah, when yeah. And, and this is New York Pam. Yeah. Now she's off yeah. following her dream. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and something we've noticed in the deleted scenes that kind of makes more sense to me now is that in the deleted scenes and previously, they were really yeah. trying to play up more of her and Jim being a part of her getting distracted and trying to raise doubts in, in the viewers yeah. about how if it could last or not. Right. And they played it down. And this was a whole episode about healing those kind of... Yeah. Yeah, this episode, for as much as it teased worries. the separation of them and the way that they just couldn't connect all day... Yeah. Uh, throughout the entire episode, it really ends on such a, uh, in, in my they're, opinion, clear proof that they're on the very same page. Yeah, you just know? a different time or at the at the same time. That, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it literally has them the telling end. the same story and, and, and happy memory of one another. Because you know? they the the reason they got each other's cell phones is because they were calling, calling each, each other, other right yeah. at the same time. Mm-hmm. How, yeah. How much uh how much you think they enjoyed listening to that message? Oh yeah. The the, the following <laughs> They must have just been like, "Oh them. my god, this is crazy." <laughs> you know, in fact, uh yeah. That should have been a deleted scene is them listening to the messages. Oh, that would have been you great. Yeah, I'm really surprised that that wasn't. It, that would have been a good one. little bonus to shoot if they could. It would have been. You know, a little like show like 10 minutes later when they realize they have a message and they oh, should... it was right when, you know, haha. 
They should do a recreation. Yeah. Or, or you know. Come back for a special. Just do recreations. Or show like two minutes later where they just call each other and talk because they still have cell phones. It's not yeah. like life ended right. at that scene. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, there you go. That would have been better. It's an actual like scene because that was going to happen eventually. Yeah. Oh. They're like, I will put away my cell phone and not look at it again the rest of the night. <laughs> and then all of a sudden Pam will call. And you'll be like, oh, hey, honey. You know? <laughs> yeah. Do you hear my message? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Jay, you, hey, you talked about the laundromat, too. And you got to have a fucking laugh about it. You know? But it was a and cute... Say, it was we a nice... are the cutest. It was cute without being it was? corny. No, the shit fucking got to me, man. It, I fucking it, no, and that, up that's on some that brilliant. One. That's some brilliant writing. Yeah. It's still a good one. They were... They still played... They played Jim and Pam's relationship when they got together really well. Like, it wasn't this... Oh, they were, you know, they were yeah. naturals at this Yeah, point. It, it, it wasn't this... Like you know Ross and Rachel, or no. you know, it wasn't some even shit like that. It wasn't even Jim and Pam. Like and the way no. that they set them, that sold them short during the athlete stories. You know, mm-hmm. but but it was it was a nice way to sort of like with with them finally getting together, mm. them sort of throwing some doubt into the relationship because otherwise it could be boring. And I yeah. think that's what they struggle with later on too. Well, that's the thing is what they did in this episode wasn't it didn't feel like they were trying to insert doubt. It it introduced a challenge and then resolved it in a way that yeah. sort of reminded you what you loved about the characters. Exactly. But man, she could have just gone outside. It was of the well man. done. <laughs> that's my only gripe. Yeah, exactly. She could have, oh. but that's now I understand wanting to keep an eye on your shit. I get that. But that's also part of it too. Is is the the way that they weren't making it easiest for each other was mm-hmm. part of why. It works as a conflict. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It, they are human, you know. She, yeah, she could have done that. They could have yeah. just fucking waited and called each other back a minute later, but they it, didn't. It didn't really bug me, honestly. The first, it took a couple of viewings to actually sort of like think about that too. Before you're like, wait a minute, <laughs> this is fucking real life. Yeah, no. supposedly just, real life. They would have just called each other back. <laughs> No, they're busy people, you know. Like he has to listen yeah. to Jan sing "Son of a Preacher Man" <laughs> over and over. Oh my god! Why? Yeah. What I, I was hoping that's a deleted scene. I was thinking maybe more, might happen. Like what led into that? That's her what, I want to see. Baby, son of a preacher so, man. Are they just all sitting around, nobody saying anything, and then she just belts it out like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of her favorite. Was it a game? Like I don't know. I just love everybody's reactions during it. She goes uh, and. Kudos to Melora Hardin, by the way. Always. On the pipes. Always. Like, right. So, oh, yeah. You're singing? Yeah. You, you, are si- you are gorgeous and you can sing. And she's so good in that episode. Everything she does as Jan it. is always just so fantastic. Well, she she's commits that goddamn character. She's found that character, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, she. Her insanity <laughs> peaked yeah. in Dinner Party. Yeah. Like, that's when it was just full on, mm-hmm. unleashed. Manic. Yeah, yeah. Love, uh, and yeah. starting from this episode on, granted, we really don't see Jan that much more. After this episode, she's only no, got maybe a few. handful of appearances, if yeah. any. Yeah, her and, bi- and I think her biggest might be the whale when she pops back up way is it yeah, is it that the far end. Away? No, it's the last season yeah. that she comes okay. back. She shows up again because they pimp five. She shows up in threat out in threat level midnight. Right. She'll pop up again briefly. She yeah. may she may pop up again in one or two others. But she is she not in six at all? I don't think so. I can't right, remember yeah, her being because that sure. was. Donna, yeah, and no, uh, no Donna. Uh, oh yeah, we see Donna at the very yeah. end. Okay, no, we see Donna at the end of seven. 
six oh. was more. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no, Donna no, is no. six. You're she right. is at yeah. six, and because yeah. the we because this arc, this so Michael Scott Paper Company, that's what's coming up. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's the main one from this, and then I think her, him, yeah, she's involved, and then the, yeah, date Mike leads into that. Yeah, into the Donna with her husband, and right? Michael being the other man, right? Yeah, yeah, he- heavy, that. heavy episode. What do you guys think oh, of yeah. Donna? We don't talk about her much on the show. Um, um, I, I enjoy. I enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy. I mean, like she feels the most uh, of a of a of a straight man kind of character to Michael's, you know, comedian in in in, in the pairings with the, the the different characters of, of of the women he's been with. Yeah, I think they have it's fun a to good, call her the straight man, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but she has a good chemistry with him. I yeah. think to a to a mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, of of all, I mean. All, all of the character and all of the characters pretty much did it, which is why they brought them all back for one episode pretty much later on. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, right. But but I like. Uh, I mean, I think it's a good. I like Donna. Yeah, I mean Donna's... she's 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 bad people, but I like and, her. <laughs> and and neat uh neat way to sort of build a storyline out of the whole uh, her having a husband thing, yeah. like an a, a interesting position to put Michael in. It sort of creates some unique new challenges for him. Mm-hmm. For sure, yeah, uh, that'll be a fun one to really get into. Yeah, it will be. Yeah. Six will be a wild ride. But who? But gentlemen, yeah. business yeah. at hand right now. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, is we went Holly. To Holly, Holly, and Holly. I love Holly. <laughs> I am a big. Yeah. Big Holly fan. Yeah, Holly's great. Yeah, Amy Holly's Ryan, awesome. another one who we we don't talk a lot about about how well Amy Ryan plays Holly with the the, the silliness mm-hmm. and uh, still keeping her very much a real character. Semi, yeah, still semi serious in tone. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, and yeah. I liked her little outtake, joking about mm-hmm. you know being able to fire people. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I love. But she can still be so goofy at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I I love the bit with her and Jan where she talks about where she makes the jokes about where the baby is. Mm-hmm. And how Jan, how that sort of forms Jan's opinion of her as being a Michael type, and therefore being off limits. And her, yeah. uh, you can see her, her, yeah, her jealousy still, and possessiveness yeah. comes out. There. She still wants to exercise some form of control, which is over so interesting. She, she looks a, at the camera. It's yeah. so weird. Oh, like does Jan, she? Jan oh. looks right. right just to, I love she's, that. She's, oh, she's so good. She <laughs> she just makes Holly just. She makes Holly feel like what she does to Michael. Yeah, yeah just cut her down cut her with mm-hmm. that one look. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, it was, it was. That's great. Oh, God. It was like teenage bitchy Jan, like what, like a glimpse into the past of what she was probably like. Oh, before. definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And because otherwise she's nuts <laughs> in the whole episode. And the whole breastfeed, I, I wish they would have kept that in. I can see why they did. I can see so, why they didn't because it did sort of go off the rails a little bit for yeah. that kind of episode. But, but, but perfect, perfect character for Kevin and Creed. Uh, there was a lot of episode, a lot of episodes, uh, clips. Excuse me, in these deleted scenes that to me really seem like they pushed the envelope in various ways. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I it can got def- crazier. I can definitely see. There was one why. with Meredith uh, passed out drunk. Yeah, and there they was. A... Gonna, they didn't know where to put her, and Kelly joked about putting her on her stomach, which of course could also just be bad information to send out to the public. Yeah, but, true. Because uh, obviously, you do wait. Not, I thought you. I thought you, you were not put something up, someone on their stomach. You put them on their side. Oh, side. that's right. Now, yeah, if that's right. Because I they knew throw it wasn't. Up, it can go off to the side. And yeah, choke. Up. I knew it wasn't right. back though. You back, never want to do back. Stomach is dangerous because of the risk that they could be essentially putting their face in a, a, a puddle of, of yeah. their own of their own throat. Sick. So yes. uh, this is uh, this is not health tips for your drunk friend. Yeah. This is the People versus Paper podcast. Uh, sorry if we got gross <laughs> no, there, but we, we are, do we, we do hope you are at least informed. Should you party with your right? Friends. 
When somebody do, somebody is going to be like, oh, fuck, what do we do? Guys, luckily, guys, I, I just, just listened to this awesome <laughs> Office podcast, which, by the way, you if you haven't checked check out, out yet, <laughs> do, but we need to turn him on his side. Yeah, definitely side. Uh, Michael, uh, no, but that, that scene was cut from the episode. <laughs> and then, of course, Jan's boobs, uh, which Kevin is very funny in that role, and I love... There's a lot there. There's a lot to unpack there, frankly. The idea that Jan... Uh, does talk about the very real thing that yeah, breastfeeding is just a normal thing and should really be a little more normalized exactly. in our society. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. and the fact that it gets sexualized is is wrong. That's <laughs> yes. not how it's supposed to be because of the male gaze yeah. represented by Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, but and further then, further illustrated by the gray, the gaze of Creed. <laughs> but then the joke, of course, being that you know that. That there's still men who just will very blatantly sexualize uh-huh. and, and, are, and are unabashed about it, and it's it's a uh, it's a little bit more of a true commentary on social issues it right really now is than because, the office normally does. Because Kevin, when when Jan gives him permission to stare and makes all the good points about how it's natural, it's not something that should be sexualized. Mm-hmm. Like Kevin keeps looking. Not because he learned anything from that exchange. All oh, he yeah. got was, "Oh, I'm allowed to stare at her he titties." He stopped hearing he saw her. The, immediately yeah. after, yes, he you saw can a, look. a green yeah. light in his eyes. Yeah, there was no. He did not care about why this shouldn't be sexualized. He yeah. just got to look at boobs. It is awkward. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you, like a scene that really raises questions about the way that we view the body is is a little heavier than the office tends to go for. It does, you know, frankly. Well, this you know, we're true. getting into season five now. They're, they're, and... They need oh, new stuff to talk about. You know who directed this, right? Who did direct this one? Greg Daniels. Greg Daniels, ah, one of the good creators. Old Greg. Of the head good old yeah. Greg. So I could see where he cut that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because uh, we're getting to sort of the crazier time in the office, yeah, and 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 I mean it's it's straight out of the box with the Dwight delivery. Well, the, we're in full on. We are in yeah. full on TV show yeah. mode now. Mode now, like I like I've said with my you know various as we past appearances <laughs> on yeah. this show, I've always <laughs> believed that season one through three did actually kind of feel like a documentary. Yeah. And then from about four on, whenever Jim and Pam got together, I still enjoyed it. But from about season four on, no. I was like, this is a TV show now. I mean, you know there's what? there's cameras yeah. going outside of the office. They're, they're really having to stretch to justify uh, having having cameras not at the office. Yeah. And and you know we're going with it now because right. we're it, we're kind of more into a TV we're in show it to win it at this point. mode and also yeah well it's the biggest show in the world at this point yeah too. so this so is this is written, peak right. this is peak office it's now. getting to be written in the sense that it's like we know exactly what these cameras are and what this show is supposed to be yeah yeah they have here, a, here you go here's uh-huh. the office they have this, yeah. they have a, a large sample size to go from and yeah. they they went from there but something just yeah. dawned on me hmm. Jan also had so she had Kevin and Creed looking at her she also had a camera person looking at her <laughs> That's yeah the, the ca- yeah the camera <laughs> guy was filming. just the filming. whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what's that camera guy's story? Right. <laughs> you know, I just took this as a summer job, and, uh, dude, I saw tits today, man. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's, a weird, <laughs> it's a weird job. Yeah. I guess she was okay with it, but 
One dude started staring, and I realized how weird it was that I was even looking, but it was my job, so I'm supposed to look. I didn't really know what to think about the whole thing. And then this older guy came by, and he just creeped the shit out of me, and I didn't know what to do. (laughs) Speaking of which, I love the whole Jim having to look at Creed bandaging his foot. Which is probably the one that only has four toes. Right. (laughs) That's probably the, yeah. What, What I did like, though about this episode and it was early on it was it was uh, the very beginning of the episode when mm. Dwight was running around with a watermelon <laughs> pretending he a was a butter pregnant. covered slippery yeah. watermelon yeah like Newborn that that right there like even for creed yeah. that did you see when it panned over to him and like the like even, even he was that out by was it. Yeah. too like so yeah. creed has a line yeah yeah it's weird we have, it, it, we have crossed the line. line yeah it's like, a weird line it's it's Somebody running around with a watermelon pretending to birth it. That's yeah. that's where Creed Bratton's line is. I have kind of a parallel, way chiller version of it. But when Michael gets gum in his hair and he needs the oh, peanut yeah. butter, this kind of reminds me of that a little bit in a way. Just because by the end he's he's putting it on his head. Oh yeah, and Dwight's, you know, he's licking the peanut butter, and like at the end of this one, he's zipping up his pants, and my, while Michael's eating. Watermelon. Oh, I see the watermelon. Yeah, and all of a sudden he's like so entranced by the watermelon, but then he looks over and he just realizes what's happening, and it's so like funny. happiest day of my life. What's watermelon? <sighs> I've never really been a big watermelon fan. It's a lot. It's a lot of work because you got to dodge seeds the whole damn. Time. Yeah, I mean if there's and and the meat seedless is the way to go. Yeah, but even the meat's not really worth it because. It's called watermelon for the fact that when you bite in, like it just immediately all turns to water. Oh yeah, it's in very your mouth. yeah, like it, it, it almost dissolves. It's eating Ugh. a it's eating a drink. You should look. There's a guide to which ones are going to be the sweeter ones. And yeah, the sweeter ones. Whether are you worth get it. the more round or the more long. I mean, I, I mean, I don't want. I'm, I'm not coming for. out as anti watermelon. Yeah, what are you trying to say? Like, John? I'm you, not, we support the watermelon yeah. industry here at P4. By the way, our ad break, uh, the Watermelon Council of America. (laughs) (laughs) The watermelon industry has kept this country alive since 1822, when old John Watermelon brought the first one of these fantastic plants over from the great country of Sardinia. He sure did. Ever since then, humans and other people have enjoyed the ripe, delicious flavor of watermelon at a variety of social gatherings. We sure have. And public displays. Now I just want the idea of a character who's like such a self-serious watermelon farmer. Yeah. It's probably someone Dwight knew. Yeah. Yeah. That that would be a story he of Gustav. He seems a watermelon uh-huh. farmer. <laughs> he seems next... drawn to self-serious people. Yes. As we'll from, discover uh, later on. Albany. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, his Senor uh, Rolf. his yeah Rolf, Rolf played by oh, no. the uh, by the great uh, James Urbaniak. Is it really? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it is James Urbaniak. I don't, who, Urbaniak. Uh, I don't know who that if, is. Uh, if any of you have watched uh, the Venture Brothers, oh okay, at all, he no. is the he is the voice of Doctor Venture. Oh really? Yes, oh, that's he's cool. a very funny he's a very funny oh, yeah. man. Venture. Oh, you know what? Now that I uh, I, I see that. him and I think about him on the, the show, I can actually hear a little bit of adventure in him. Uh huh. You know, that's yeah, interesting. He's got that kind of nasally yeah voice, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, and, the self serious. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that whole worked, worked totally for him. Yeah, I mean, how much? Like, like let, let's break down percentages here. The the watermelon thing. How much of that was Michael's idea? And how much was Dwight? I'm saying 30 Michael, 70 Dwight 
for the uh, the watermelon birthing simulation. Seventy twice. Okay, maybe eighty. Trivia yeah. question. Yeah. Who got the watermelon in the uh, suicide episode? To- Dwight. Okay. Yeah. So I I, I choose Dwight. Yeah. Okay. For sure. The the Dwight you ignorant slut mm-hmm. episode yeah mm-hmm. that's that that's that was depression Dwight. I yeah, mean like yeah I'm thinking because there's there's part of it that's believable that Michael would be like well I need to have like a simulation or something or what it probably right. what it how I could imagine the conversation probably went <laughs> is Michael made some sort of offhanded comment about like needing to you know understand or or have some sort of a visual aid just to know what Jan might have been going through and Dwight, you know, just takes the idea and ratchets it up to fucking eleven. Yep. And he's like, I'm gonna get a baby Bjorn. Yeah. I'm going to be timing contractions. That's what that was. Yeah. A baby Bjorn. Yeah. I think that was a Bjorn. I mean I don't know if that I don't know if Bjorn's a name brand. Um I'm not sure. Or but if it's just a thing. Or I, I know the butter was his idea. Yes. Definitely. Because he knows that newborns are slippery. Yeah. And he knows... And that fact actually impressed Mike. Like, Michael was like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, good point. <laughs> like, he was going to be... Like, Michael thought he was going to be in the delivery room he for thought... that baby. Like, the, the level of delusion he's a, he's a baby yeah. that Michael Scott yeah. is dealing with throughout this entire episode he think... is, is some of the great... This is Michael Scott. He this thinks... is Michael Scott at his most... Michael Scott, whenever he's like this. He thinks parenthood works the way guesses do on The Price is Right. Yes. Because he's the closest to Holly since, you You know. Jan. Jan. Or or, excuse me, he's the closest to Jan since before she she got got pregnant. pregnant. He is by default the paternal figure for the child. Yes. Yeah. And they were already in a family. Yeah. Yeah. And he was ready to, you know, that's that's what he needed to, to have a family and fill his apart, his condo with children. Well, and. He really thinks that he also, because of, I, I think he recognizes that he's not a true parent because he also seems to think that he gets to choose whether or not the child is his and <laughs> yes. can change his answer. Yes. You know? Yes. Well, I think initially, because the, there's the other deleted scene at the very end when he talks about his father being an absentee father. Yeah. And I think he his his need to be around, you know, he loves babies and I think it comes out from that psychological <laughs> yeah. fucked upness. Yeah. Oh yeah. I and, could... and he overdoes it mm-hmm. where a child that is clearly not his, obviously, he would be he could see past that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean He's you... that desperate. Oh absolutely. well yeah, because I mean you you talk about Michael Scott's childhood and you get some glimpses, but like the level of if they made a show about that, mm-hmm. it would not be a comedy. No, it would be a very, yeah. very depressing character oh, study. God, yeah, yeah. Man. Couldn't even be a dark comedy. No, mm-hmm. it's not one that you want to watch. I mean, just the there will be no Michael Scott prequel. Yeah, <laughs> no. no, don't young Sheldon please, Michael Scott. Please, it is a bad idea. That is sacrilege. Yes. No, I could see some of the office antics under Ed Truck. You know, coming up along. No, no, no. That would be I fun. Could that, could, that, yeah. that could be. Yeah. No, funny. I'm talking. We're talking yeah. about like no, 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 ch- no, no, Michael childhood. Yeah. 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 I w- early office years. years. Maybe early. Yeah. Fanny pack Michael early nineties. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm down. When he was the king of the salesmen. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, because he was. He was a. Uh, he was the. That's why he got the manager job because he was the best salesman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> it's a classic case of getting promoted out of your depth. And there's something yep. where people see the good in him over the bad in him. That's, well, Holly, that, that's a recurring thing. Holly, Holly's a perfect example. Of this episode, yeah. he. Treats the, her the whole like, way. He explains yeah. he, in he the gives beginning. Her a warning. He explains a warning yeah. that he's going to be a shitty human, and the the audacity of it. I is, know it's one of the most. It is it, cringeworthy, shocking yeah, moments in the show. It's one of those like, oh, Michael can kind of be a bad person. Yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. there's no. And then There's the way no he does sympathy. it, there's fa- moments for, where for he, family. he doesn't even insult family. her in front of Jan. He just insults her. Like, yeah. going yeah. in the conference room, no one can hear that but the two of them. Uh-huh. And he still says that whatever he says to her at that moment. Yeah. It's, uh, ugh. And then, they're, they're, they're not even dating yet. No. No, that's literally him asking her out. This is a bi- this is actually a big episode by the end of this it. This is him asking her out for their first date. Uh-huh. It with the And the, this is what it took. The finesse of <laughs> you want to go out. Like I'm yeah. sure those are his words. Yes. Like when he well, hugs her, that hug. Yeah. So sweet. I have a lot of thought about yeah, this episode. Sweet. Well, well just to go back when he's first telling her he's going to insult her to her face, she still manages to have some endearing looks on her. Look like uh, as she kind of realizes what's happening. I guess. I that, guess she I mean, actually it, she actually puts that like. Is wow, it that's... better if she realizes what's happening? No, no, like, but that's the thing. Like, I think she because she's still clearly hurt by it by everything that happens. But she knows. She that knows. Michael thinks he's. It's coming yeah. from a good place somehow right. in Michael's. Like he's doing it, it's so like his... she has to get it. Like she yeah. gets, she like like my this guy. So so, tell me she's not thinking to herself, this guy I like is delusional, <laughs> right? And 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 is overly trying to involve himself in his ex girlfriend's new baby, and hopefully he will either come to his senses or this woman will just cut him off completely. At which point we can get on with whatever I see as a potential situation between us. That has to be yeah. it. Well, because they had, I think the chemistry between them was so powerful at the start. These people may be idiots. We may be wasting. I time. mean, but they, but they're both like she sees him as the dork that she is. I think, and he's a sweet <sighs> dork. Well, and somehow she actually finds him sexually attractive, and I can't wait to see that. Yeah. Part later. Well, and you know what I'll tell you? He's an animal. With the eating the eating the Cheetos, <laughs> the cheese balls, and him just bending over yeah. to pick up something. Uh, the, um... But that's uh, yeah. But yeah, but it's such a but it's, it's such a sweet ending, arguing. and and yeah. she has to endure. Well, and that's what it, Jan and yeah. I love Holly. Well, and that's what best. it is yeah. is through all this. In a way, this is his closure, and and and. and him having that thing, the realization of it's it's a little screwy, but him having the realization that he doesn't have any connection to this child, and realizing that hey, he might have a connection to Holly. Yeah, and yeah, it's that simple. And Jan kind of puts the finishing touch on it when she tells Michael not to not to it. date yeah. Holly. Yeah, and so so she knew what she was doing. 
No, I don't think she wants uh, him to. Is, but I do think I she no, 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 no. Does I, she really not want him to date him? Yeah, I, I, I don't think it was some sort of noble thing like she knew by well, her telling Michael not when, to so do it. I'm not even saying it's noble. It. I'm oh. just saying it got her out of her. I got him out of her life. That's my. That's my. <laughs> no, because maybe when, thought. I don't know that no, necessarily. I, I don't Maybe think, I'm thinking about it too much. Are, are you doing like I like I set you free? From no, me? not no, even free. Like, she like just wants to get rid of him. She him. wants to get rid of him. Okay, yeah. I get, I she get doesn't want to be saying. around him anymore. I don't know if that's it. I don't know if that's it either. No, and nobody has definitively love, said. I would love to hear the writer and or I. I feel like it's her still knowing that she can control Michael. Like, yeah. and, See, and that makes like, sense from what we were talking about earlier. In some way, she's always talked about having weird connections to him. Yeah, in the past. I mean, even that princess and queen analogy that she used that one episode. But he's a useful idiot to her. And like she I I, I definitely think you know what? And I think Michael I think Michael finally realized that when he's, you know, he's holding the baby, doesn't feel a connection to it. Yeah. Realizes that, you know, wait, why am I involved like I have no she got uh she got sperm from a donor Mm. and moved on, Mm -hmm. but yet now she's telling me yeah. not to date this person, right. and I think that's when Michael, and I think that's why he went up and because he realized yeah. that screw you, she just wants to control him. Yeah, mm. you're right. It is because she is because we answered that earlier when he's she's trying to get money from the guy for the five thirty nine thing or whatever. Yes. It is. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. She's just trying to control him, and she's just and this is his middle finger to her. Mm-hmm. And because it, it, it really is, this is this episode is the breaking off point of because, like yeah. you say, like Jan's not really a factor in yeah. much of the rest of the series until yeah. well, you and, know, and we didn't yeah, really. I mean, obviously, in in, in the real life, in the real world, there's no connection that needed to be broken off. They're not together. She had a baby. It literally has nothing to do with Michael. But since he forced his way into her life, and that she actually went through with it, we get to see. That sort of storybook closure moment for him, which right. really is the in the the realizing that Astrid's not his is mm-hmm. the realiza- realizing that the the Jan chapter is over, and the hugging Holly is, I guess, just as much a transition for us as the viewers that he's focused on her now as it is also definitely a, an apology for the dumb hell he's put Holly through over the course of the day. Yeah. I agree. Stuff. Like only he could do it. It's yeah. a very it it is a very emotionally layered episode. Yeah. For sure. You know, with some chaos thrown in, Dwight's uh I, I oh, knew yeah. the first time I watched this, uh the first time I watched <laughs> this episode, I, I didn't mention that. I think I actually watched it when it was new. Thank you. Now I can hear. Um sorry. Oh no, no worries. Uh I when I watched it when it was new when they said that the stroller cost $1,200, I immediately saw where this episode was going to go with Dwight. Oh, yeah. Just instantly. The, oh, he's right on it. Yeah, and, he, just, and he just jumps up, and he's like, $1,200? In my notes, all I wrote was Dwight stress tests. Yeah, and the... I, Which I really feel like should have been could have been another name for the series as a whole. <laughs> stress tests. <laughs> Dwight stress tests. Dwight stress and, tests. And I love that, again, with the... With the, deleted, the with the deleted <laughs> scenes, you saw the two ways that they had 
the idea for the Dwight montages to go. Yeah. Mm. Like, it was either the there was the one they went with, which was him throwing it around, mm. like, trying to break it, doing crazy shit, mm-hmm. and all of the deleted scenes were him attempting to do that, but the stroller stays on balance yeah. and never falls over at any point in time. And I, I thought that was just so funny yeah. to see... That like okay, the writers clearly had okay. It's yeah. one or the other. What's gonna yeah. work better? He either, yeah. he either smashes th- it, you know, does every stupid thing to smash it, or it he it's it's completely unbreakable. Yeah, and I, he can't beat it. You know, I think it goes more. With the, I think why they chose what they did, it goes more with his character. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's he's a craftsman. Yeah. yeah. Dwight would know how to fuck shit up. And yeah. and honestly, it's a wash. I didn't think it, either one was funnier than the other one. Right, it's probably yeah. my least favorite part of the episode, honestly. Yeah. Just because I wish he, he would have been back in the office. It's the most else. predictable part of the episode, too. Like that's yeah. The, that, to me, is is the part where, where it, it wasn't... There was more creative stuff happening with the characters in the world that they created than there was outside with a fairly rote joke of... Is the indestructible thing really worth it? Right. You know, that, but really, that's though, a that's a that's been done before. Right. You know? But it was, I think, the only thing they really could have done. Oh, absolutely. With Dwight for this episode, unless he had just, nowhere else to go. Unless yeah. exactly, he would have been put like, him in the in the others in the scenes, but just yeah. had him doing one offs with you know, yeah, where, where he's commenting or whatever. he wouldn't. Yeah, he wouldn't add much. Yeah. to what's going on. This gave yeah. us a true Dwight subplot. Now mm-hmm. that I think about it, the the, the mm-hmm. deleted scenes with Jim and going into when Michael's just in the office by himself and it's dark. Yeah, like I could picture like Dwight being you know trying to counsel Mike, try to soothe yeah. Michael, and there's one of classic moments. But have to have Jim there to do that, that's way harder for him. Yeah. He just doesn't want to be around that. And no. he says so much right after, <laughs> yeah. which was yeah. fucking hilarious. Being Michael Scott's connection to reality is not a job I am prepared to do. <laughs> that scene where, where Jim comes in as counsel to Michael and ends up being a bit of a, a straight character to Michael, uh, having to, to talk true sense to Michael's idiocy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen that before, and yeah. it, it typically goes well. I thought it was interesting that they went to that well again. Uh, for yeah. this episode, but uh, I think um, uh, it was it was definitely unique to deleted scenes. Good deleted scenes overall. Oh Not yeah, of These good, good kudos to deleted scenes. By the way, like this could have been. It's been a fun thing to add to the show in our watch. It has for sure. Oh yeah, they're definitely. I I feel like I should go back and watch any that I missed before. Yeah. Uh, but they like this show could have been longer every time, and it still wouldn't have. I, they could have added much more, and it would have been mm-hmm. just as funny. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of little good moments from... Oh, go ahead. What you got? I was was going to say, I I think this episode would have been better served as either a double episode or a... uh, a, Or sometimes they did supersized episodes where they weren't exactly an out, but they were like, you know, 27 minutes or... Right. It's a longer... Something like that. Added minutes to it. Yeah. Yeah. I I think the story could have benefited a little more from... Me too. ...having a little bit more time... Yeah, I've noticed that with several of these episodes in season five too. Yeah, well, there's the, different ways they've got, they could have gone to make it better. Personally, beginning of season five isn't really my favorite part of The Office. Yeah, right. You know, it, it's just there's something about it. they're kind of they're not really doing anything yet. Mm-hmm. The the season long arc 
hasn't really been established. No, they're cl- they're really closing uh, the Mike. Well, there there's two arcs. There's the Michael and Holly arc, and there's Michael Scott Paper Company. Right, but the, and right. that's going to end up being. And then you've got you know Idris Elba yeah. coming in as the scariest boss mm-hmm, exactly. ever. New scary mm-hmm. boss. Yeah, and scary uh, boss. that's a good trope. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> just doesn't take any shit. And that <laughs> I like season five. On from the Michael Scott yeah. paper company yeah, same. aspect of it, then it then it gets really good. Like weight loss, that that's an okay episode. I, I have mm. nothing. I'm I'm still enjoying the Office at this point. You know, it it hasn't gotten it hasn't started feeling tired no. yet. No. Yeah, no. Yeah, like it, it's not suffering from long running fatigue. No, Mm-mm. no. It's still it's still it and it's in its know, ratings prime you would say yeah I, I would say it's, at it's this point. four I think four maybe its highest rated season yeah maybe just a little bit less up. than last last season perhaps but well I know four was the was the shorter season because the writers strike yeah and that's a what if in itself um, uh-huh. like how much more of, would we have gotten exactly like would we have gotten another Christmas episode. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure there wasn't one. No, there's not one in. No, that. they stopped uh, in the fall, and they didn't resume until spring. So there mm-hmm. was a good like six months of no new TV. Right, How did we survive. <laughs> right. I wasn't watching that intently back then. I don't know. I don't know what I did. Uh, I'm seeing lots the of internet. Uh, eight and nine million viewers for seasons four and five. Yeah, okay. five was about the, you know. Uh, three's got some 10 million viewer episodes that stand out. Mm-hmm. Although uh, season four, uh, season five, uh, here's a fun one. Let's look up, uh, um, what's it called? Stress relief real quick. Okay. Okay. Stress relief, uh, 22 million viewers. Wow. Because that was the yeah. one that came on right after the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Perfect timing, y'all. That must have that's, been that's an excellent. That must have been the year NBC had the uh, Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They always try to. Yeah. But which which season was that? <clears throat> that was season that's season five. That's season five. It's right. coming up. Wow. God, it is. It's not, it's not next, but it's a few episodes mm-hmm. down down oh the road. God. Yeah. But. Then as it you know as as it goes on, like next season, I really enjoy because that's the beginning of. Yeah. You know, Jim and you know Pam's back, and yeah. they're gonna. It, it's the beginning of them building their life together. Yeah. It's time to build. Yeah, they, they go kind of prolonged it a little bit. Yeah, they're you know they're they're transitioning point, out yeah. of that yeah. young couple stage of you know. They do. They've done a good job prolonging everything with Jim and Pam to sort of like keep us in, in areas that they're enjoying working with. Yeah, like putting off the family aspect uh, that comes up finally in season six, mm-hmm. uh, or uh, in season five. <clears throat> yeah, and, and putting off um, hooking them up like they did in season three. I mean, they they really do a good job of uh, yeah. delaying, which I I've always yeah. was a economy of lots of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The economy of time is something well, we've talked about on here a lot. We we were talking about last episode about how how all of the side characters are shining that much more. Everybody's mm-hmm. kind of 
kind of at the top of their game right now. Yeah. Yeah, that really shined through in this episode, I thought, which is not really one of my favorite Michael episodes. Quite mine, the contrary, honestly. Mine either. He's but, super cringy, but he has yeah. lots of funny moments. He, he has um, funny moments, and this episode isn't the most special episode there is, but there's a lot of great little moments that I always remember, mm-hmm. like, for yeah. instance, Sarah Kaya Combsen. Yeah. yeah. Asturd. That's Asturd. Uh-huh. Uh, you oh, know, the, yeah. the way he holds up the baby like uh, Lion a Lion King, <laughs> as if he has to do it. That's what I can't get over is the way he goes, all right, and goes to Greg <laughs> yeah. and grabs like, this now. Like, like, in Scranton. A, a standard ritual. <laughs> that's like, all he has to go uh, off, Hilton. Like, yeah. He, <laughs> that's he, it. he thought Rafiki was a licensed minister. Yeah. <laughs> Good God. I mean, <clears throat> we get we get Stanley's random rant, which is like my favorite rant of his of all time about, yeah. you know, uh, him having the same issues as pregnant women. You yeah. think my nipples don't get <laughs> yeah. sore? You think he doesn't need to know the fastest way to a hospital? <laughs> I got to I don't know why. It just strikes me funny. Yeah. That's, I like, that was good Stanley yes, rage. We don't good. get a lot about Andy and uh, Angela, oh, but we Andy, get the you, great moments where he can't guess which baby she is. Andy's getting his moments in there now. Yeah. <laughs> That's mean. Yeah. <laughs> don't be mean. Don't be cool. Yeah. When he sees the baby. And, uh, <laughs> she... <clears throat> The uh, and then he calls her. Uh, what does he call her? What does she call? She him? calls him a pervert. Pervert because yeah. he likes Phyllis's baby. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, why does that make me a pervert? <clears throat> well, it does. <laughs> and then their other moment after Jan wakes up and they're taking yeah. photos of the baby. Oh, like I have, I have so many questions. Like. <laughs> The where God. did they get the cornucopia? Yeah. How did they? How, where did they go to get all that? Was that a deleted scene? The, the, <laughs> no, no, that was in the. I know, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Oh, was that a deleted yeah. scene where of them was getting? That scene? Was yeah. it part yeah. of the, the shower? Was it part of the shower they just never got to? I wanted to see them buying the cabbage that they pulled the leaf from that would <laughs> adorn the baby's head. I mean, it is Angela, but the cojones on these people and around this freaking yeah. and they only had woman. thirty minutes. Oh, and I love so it. like within thirty minutes of having access to. Some Someone's baby, Angela is taking. Had purchased all these vegetables yeah. with, with a camera. Set up a light. Like those yeah. lights. Do they have those lights in the office? Where did she have? Where yeah. did that light come from? And, and she calls the baby it. And yeah, yeah. Make, make it make it look up here. And then Andy with the when when she comes in, they don't immediately hand it to the to, to its mother. It's he just right. looks up at her and goes, "We're taking pictures." <laughs> So like, good. oh my god. She's she's nature's bounty. <laughs> Pretty sure that's what he's that's one of the things he says too. And of course her, that before that the scene where she looks at Holly, uh just like, oh my god, there's another one when uh-huh. she makes the dumb jokes about the baby. Yeah. yeah. Holly yep. a little clueless too, just yep. really not telling the mother where her baby is. You can tell like she does yeah, wants yeah. to get those jokes out. Uh-huh. Gotta get your bits in. <laughs> She's yeah. like, You remind me of somebody. Uh-huh. <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> oh man, and I think that's when that's when she makes up her mind. That's when she's like, "All right, tell Michael later not to date her." Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that's the absolutely. moment that happened, right? Yeah, it's meant to look like that. <laughs> Pretty much, I definitely agree. She knew what she was doing. Oh, and 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 Daryl gets kind of a little afterthought. Oh, that's a great little bit of, too. Yeah, but not. But it was still good though. The baby daddy. Yeah. Yeah. Michael. <laughs> Michael calling Daryl's baby his baby baby. <laughs> Your baby baby. <laughs> oh, that's right. Daryl hasn't moved up to the office yet. He's oh, no. He's still in the warehouse. So the warehouse. That little bit, though, <clears throat> there's such a great little, uh, like, under-their-breath kind of conversation moments, like with uh, 
Michael or, or Daryl starts asking, you got to you feel any way about his baby? You feel any way about his baby? You feel any way you want to hold me? And Michael goes, well, could I? <laughs> <laughs> that little bit is great. Yes. yes. <laughs> but then the other whisper conversation of, I don't know, maybe was that a deleted scene too where uh, – Holly and Jim were sitting next to each other. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that is one. Holly that, goes, deleted, yeah. she seems <clears throat> nice. really just nice. Wait. Yeah. yeah. It's wonderful. Just wait till, get, wait till he gets to know her. <laughs> and then, yeah, poor Jim this episode. He, he's really just kind of getting it from, from like just having to deal with the ridiculousness of the situation, the yeah. uncomfort of having Jan and... Not connecting with Pam. Yeah. I really love how everyone gets to like uh, understand the absurdity of Michael in this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, even Dwight has that scene where uh, he expresses his very real concern that the baby, since it wasn't marked, the baby could be <laughs> yes. anyone's Anyone. except Michael. Yes, <laughs> that was a brilliant little spot. <laughs> except Michael's. Yeah, <laughs> and the MGS yeah. on the uh, that's his. Mar- that's when he decided to mark the baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his inconspicuous marking. Yeah, and they show that that they must have positioned it just right when they put it in the cradle on the way down. I I, I just want to know Dwight's like where does. Where does that theory go yeah. in his mind that there is that there is a rampant network <laughs> mm-hmm. of, of baby people, thieves? Yes, yeah. of baby thieves. <laughs> is that is that like some Amish? I don't know that he's, yeah. or some old country. I yarn? don't know because um, Dwight that seems kind of like an well, old country problem. Well, because Dwight's got like the rural. Yeah, uh, that's where his rural comes in. Like right? his. He his is weird because he has the established traditions of the Pennsylvania rural, you know, religious community. But on top of that, the Schrute family in of itself is, is also just its own thing. Yeah, yeah. Like there's things sub that only, subculture. Yes. <laughs> so like not only maybe sub sub yeah, subculture. Yeah. <laughs> not only is he dealing with these odd rural traditions, but the other ones that are imposed just by his weird ass family. Like when he says Spartans leave a weak baby by the road. <laughs> he says, My parents left me by the road and I crawled home. Who's weak now, mom? <laughs> yeah. God, I'm so glad we watched the deleted scenes now. <laughs> They're <laughs> missing con- out. Continue to be a gift worth watching. We got to go back and watch some of the early ones that we've missed. Yeah, we really do. Like we could have some, we could have some retrospectives on that if we ever look. You for should other do shows just do. deleted scenes, just like deleted many scenes. episodes or we something. We could do that. Like jump that. in a couple of them. That could be a whole show in itself, actually. Just really watching good. the deleted scenes and the office cutting yeah. room. You don't floor. get to watch the actual episode. You watch the deleted scenes. Oh yeah. 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 Anyway. Good Creed moment when he uh, when they're talking about the tub berth and he calls it <laughs> yes. the tide at Omaha. Beach. Yeah, it's like the tide at Omaha Beach. <laughs> no, actually, it was very, it was very, it was hygienic. very hygienic. Creed. <laughs> yeah, she starts talking about the afterbirth and everybody's so finally you're actually in there. Yeah, Kelly is a little. So you're actually in there with everything. Oh yeah, it floats. <laughs> the afterbirth floats. <laughs> Womb to world. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's another one for you. <laughs> Try what? Yeah. Three words together. I can't remember them. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, that whole scene, and even Creed is grossed out by the end of it. Like he, that's he, right? Yeah. He reaches, he has that great look with the cake, and he's eating it. Yeah, because they decide to start talking about that when they're wow, serving they're cake. cake. Yeah, right, it's just and the he, best time. His, his wretch is just on point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the re- and then Michael's so upset with everybody for being grossed out. Yeah, this is this is the birth story, and I should have been there. Yeah. Really, that's really one of the cracking moments where where he's realizing that you know, it's not what it was supposed to have been. And, right. And hopefully, that's when reality starts creeping in. And but I don't know. It's, well, you can totally I mean, picture. He never really does. You know. Does what? Like I don't think he ever really gets it in the right way. No. He only sees it because he no longer feels the connection to the baby. And right. That, and I guess it. It's always the wrong. <laughs> he always. So, like, in the last episode, he's talking about having to talk to Holly, and he does it's like, how do you tell someone you love, I told you so? Yeah. And then he goes through the different options. Yeah. And he says the right one, and then he goes back, no, probably the funny way. hmm Yeah. <laughs> he's always arriving at, like, you know, he's he, failing he, upwards, he, basically. Yeah, it's always his own nonsense. <laughs> yes. But it works, I and mean, we get to enjoy it. Right. Any uh, anything else you, uh, that we missed? You guys want to cover? Uh, no, I think we. Uh, yeah, I think we hit just a good one. About everything. everything that yeah. I made notes for. Oh wait, one, uh, one last thing. Uh, baby government. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One last one last thought. Yeah, <laughs> just, really... the, just, this is a public service just, announcement. <laughs> just going for how much he loves babies. To <laughs> if to imagining a society. Ran by babies, and yeah. then the reality of no, that's well, wait, that idea. would be you know what? That's a better screenplay yeah. than yeah. a reality. There wouldn't be government. <laughs> you got trivia for us? I do have trivia. I do got a little trivia. Baby um, government. <laughs> Topic for today: Number baby one. government. <laughs> I'm studying for Jeopardy, so uh... <laughs> baby government for five hundred, Alex. Yeah. Okay. Yes, trivia. Uh, trivia. I have. Uh, number one, what was the boy's name? Chevy. <laughs> we talked about Astrid, right? Yes. <laughs> I just want to say that one more. Astrid. Azzy. That was the main Azzy takeaway. Astrid. That was the main takeaway from this episode. Ever since I'd watched it, was it? It, it is the Astrid episode. <laughs> it's another. It's another great episode where when they learn the right name, where they awkwardly say it, which I, we get yeah. a lot in the show, where he's Astrid. <laughs> oh, Meredith's little. A little moment like Astrid, like just (laughs) oh, she's wasted. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. there's the side part that you were kind of like, is she just drunk all the time, or is she like, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, it's a weird way that she reads it. Yeah, what's your next? Next one. Uh, Oh, who does Michael Scott give Astrid to when he feels shortchanged? Phyllis. Yeah. Why did? Uh, oh no! Okay, uh, that was my uh, that was the one I, I brought that up. That was gonna be my hypothetical quiz, but we already talked about it. Yeah, about why did Jan say to date Holly? Ah, uh-huh. uh, who <laughs> who performed their own circumcision on themselves? Dwight. Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> what was it's, even though I, Kelly? I, yeah, who, who would that be? Yeah, uh, I was struggling this week. Ja- I, it, it was Jan. This, this is a hard one to think of uh, anything too that, that's know, a, obvious. That was Holly. Everyone in Nashua does. Everyone, <laughs> things worked out there. A wild out in the Nashua branch. Imagine, if you will, everyone circumcising themselves. And what would they do? <laughs> How would that go? How would Stanley do it? <laughs> uh, it's uh, all you know. That's all part of baby government. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's the self there's the connection. Yeah. yeah, there's the connection. Probably no circumcision. Yeah, Maybe right. Say. Circumcision's for everybody. Man, what a what a weird one to end. This, this has been this a weird a, episode. We yeah. talked about tips for your drunk friend, and now yeah. we're we're ending on the politics of circumcision. And politics work just as well here as they do uh, as sensitive social issues do on the office. Oh, so you yeah. probably won't see many more discussions. Like that. <laughs> no, right. But we'll be talking about what happens out in beautiful Scranton, Pennsylvania. And Josh, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. Always a pleasure. Thanks for coming back. Well, think about uh, some later season five. We'll come back and hang out during the uh, Michael Michael Scott Paper Company. Definitely. Come some time. Find some time for you to come hang out with Charles Minor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Your boy. Yeah. Scary boss. Everybody's boy. Yeah. Uh, Which, uh, it's such a weird one, too, because that was my introduction to Idris Elba. Uh, too. Mine, too. And I never too. watched The Wire, even though everybody yelled at me, too. He's on the or Luther. See, that's, the, that's how much I know about The Wire, because I should know that. And Luther over on BBC was yes. a big hit, too, and I watched some of that later on. And I haven't even heard of that one. Those are both great, but... Uh, wow. This uh, it's hard to have him enter your he's, life as essentially a villain. You know? he's, right. He sold me on that accent. I had no clue. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. When American. I I, I had no idea that he was British. British. Yeah. Mm. A lot like that Gregory House syndrome. Yep. Man. Well, I don't know. <clears throat> make him James Hugh Laurie. <clears throat> Hugh Laurie. I could tell yeah. that he was British. Okay. Because he did that. Mm. You can tell people that aren't from America. Doing an American accent, it's a very specific thing. It's it's very it. stilted. Like I am John yeah. from Milwaukee. I am right. American you know, man. Yeah, yeah, it's like right. none of us talk that way. No, no, we don't. No, I, I don't even talk the way that I talk. No. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know how I talk. <laughs> thank you, Brian. Thank you. And I want to thank all of you for listening to the People Person Space. Yeah, nobody fucking talks like that. That's the thing. Yeah. Not like that. No. Guys, thanks for listening. We've been glad to have you. <laughs> and uh, come back next time because next time, uh, hey, there's an auction. Let's go check it out.